Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. After just 12 talaga namang nakakabiting episodes, ay nagpaalam na nga ang isa na namang nakakakilig and a sana all-inducing K-drama. And I think I've given you enough time to catch up and watch the series. Nag-holiday pa, ha? Okay? So sana naman wag na kayong magalit sa akin if magpaulan pa ako ng spoilers because I gave you so much time to watch the latest Kilig series that is a hit not just to us Filipinos but even to foreigners as I've seen over on Twitter. So, mga K-drama pamangkins, it's time to talk about the K-drama Business Proposal. Mga pamangkin and welcome to the full K-drama review of Business Proposal. So on episode 180-180, I gave you my initial thoughts after the first half, or in this case, the first six episodes of the K-drama. So ngayon nga, it's time to summarize it up. So, Business Proposal is a rom-com K-drama that aired on SBS last February 28 and ended just this April 5. The K-drama was also made available via streaming on Netflix. Business Proposal is about Harry, who was trying to help her best friend scare off prospective suitors by disguising herself as her when, unfortunately, one of these blind dates turned out to be with her company's CEO. Now, of course, the K-drama is so much more than what I can summarize in one minute. <laughs> so, better check Google for more details of the story. Okay, so, but basically, it's about Harry and the CEO of her company, her best friend, and the secretary of the CEO. Basta ganun, okay? Now, the said K-drama stars some of the brightest leads of this generation, the fastest rising stars of this generation. It stars Ahn Yosop of Dr. Romantic 2, idol and actress Kim Sejong of K-dramas like The Uncanny Counter, Sol Ina from Mr. Queen, and my newest baby crush. <laughs> Ay, talagang crush ko siya. Oh my God! Kinikilig ako sa kanya. <laughs> oh... My newest baby crush, baby crush, Kim Minkyo, who I first loved from Because This Is My First Life. So, dun ko siya unang nakita. Well, actually, nauna ko siyang nakita sa Signal, pero hindi ko masyadong napansin, hindi ko siya masyadong nahalata doon. Focus ako sa drama. <laughs> 
hindi ako naghahanap ng baby crush ng panahon na yun. Pero, because this is my first life, oh my God. Anyway, you can also check out that K-drama. That's also one of the K-dramas that I highly recommend. And yun nga, in today's episode, I'm joined by one of the most active K-drama fan that I know. She has been watching K-drama for the longest time. Please welcome to the podcast, me! <laughs> yes, ako po ang guest for today's episode. <laughs> oh my God, anong kalokohan to? Anyway, bakit? Well, why not? It just <laughs> actually, um, unfortunately, no one was willing to join me for today. Um, on my halftime review, if you have listened to that episode, I mentioned that if anyone was willing to join me, to just send me a message. And yun nga, nga nga. <laughs> but it's actually also my fault because I forgot to also post about it on any of my social media accounts. Pero yeah. <laughs> Ako po ang, ang guest for today. Uh, but that's okay because again, not everyone is also willing or comfortable talking. And hindi pa naman kayo sawa sa boses ko, no? Tama? Hindi pa? <laughs> but yeah, yeah ako, ako ang guest for today. <laughs> but in case you are planning to have your own podcast, okay? Just a serious note here. Just in case you are planning to have your own podcast and it's in a format where you would need to have a guest, okay? Or para may interview style, parang ganun yung format ng inyong podcast na naisip. Let me just say that having a guest may be one of the biggest, if not the biggest talaga, you'll encounter. The biggest problem you'll encounter. Of course, that is if you are not, you know, artista or an influencer or a reporter or someone of, you know, influence. If normal na nila lang ka lang, then yeah, it will be a problem. Kasi like I said, not everyone is comfortable. Even yung mga friends ko na mismo, yung talagang mga barkada ko na, they're, they're also not willing because hindi nga sila comfortable to talk. So yeah, that's something that you will encounter. Not everyone would have the time. And not everyone would be willing to be a guest. And if ever na mag-invite ka, let's say your format is to invite guests from all walks of life. If mag-invite ka naman ng guest, eh, minsan you will always encounter people na magde-decline. Some would be respectfully declining your invitation. Or you will not get a reply at all kasi parang ang feeling the who or sino ka? <laughs> Bakit ka invite Yeah, so you will encounter those, okay? And, but, you know, just like I said in previous episodes as well, having a podcast is not a sprint but a marathon. So that's number one thing that you have to check with yourself if you want to create your own podcast, Okay. Can I keep this up? And honestly, I've had times where I just want to give up um, because nakakapagod. Nakakapagod din talaga siya, no? I mean, every week I have to think of a content. Every week, um, nanonood ako ng mga K-drama na could be popular pero hindi ko naman bet. Pero, or I could be watching a K-drama na gustong-gusto ko pero hindi ko naman bet. So, it, it's a struggle as well. And yeah, but somehow, you know, I, I know that I'll greatly miss this and talking to you. I'll miss sharing with you my thoughts on the K-drama na ko. So 
Yeah, instead of completely giving up, nagpahinga or season break ang inyong tita. So if you already have a podcast and napapagod ka na rin, whether because, you know, wala ka na maisip na topic or wala ka na makausap, don't be afraid to take a break. Relax and recharge so you can keep on running. Okay? And that's your payo from your tita for today's video. <laughs> Natutuwa ako sa ano na yan, sa nauusong lead niya na yan. Anyway, back to today's episode. Like what I said, ang guest natin for today's episode is myself. <laughs> and like always, I, when we have a guest, I first ask them about their K-drama journey. So, self, when did you start watching K-drama? Well, self, <laughs> parang panga. Ulang talaga ako sa pagkain. Oh, di ba? <laughs> anyway, so yun ay ko na. So I started watching K drama since 2003 with GMA's Bright Girl. Back then, you know, heavy TV consumer na talaga ako. I watch everything from English series to telenovela to our own teleserye to Taiwan novela and Chin novela. And I watch from every channel, GMA, ABS-CBN, and IBC-13. Yes, <laughs> IBC-13. I was a fan of this Taiwanese series before. It's called Amazing Twins. I don't know if you have watched that, if you remember that. I was a huge fan of that. And di ko maalala yung mga names ng mga teacher ko ah, nung high school. Hindi ko na sila maalala. Pero na mas pero na-memorize ko pa yung mga names ng mga characters doon. Si Charlie, si Gary, si Camille, si Bianca. And memorize ko pa ang theme song. Pilitimang limutin ka. <laughs> I don't know kung bakit ito yung nagsustak sa memory ko. Kasi talagang siya yung naalala ko. Pero hindi ko naalala yung mga periodic table of elements. Hindi ko alam ko yung mga teachers ko noon. Ay. Pero yung mga K-drama series, Taiwan novela, yan. Yan yung mga nanatili sa utak ko. Ay, nako. Anyway. So yeah, it was only, you know, it was only natural for me to watch this new series na pang umaga ng GMA before. Di ko lang sure kung nasaan ang mga magulang ko. Dahil, you know, all those times kung nasaan sila. Kasi ang alam ko nag-aaral pa ako at that time. <laughs> Nung nanonood ako ng mga series na to kasi, you no know, I was still, uh, wag, ko lang, wag ko na sabihin, ma- ma- magiging malalaman yung edad ko. Anyway, nag-aaral pa ako at that time, but I was able to watch all these series mula morning until before Saksi, which Saksi at that time was, what, 10? Mga ganun siya, yung last, di ba? So, nanonood ako from morning to that. So, hindi ko alam, hindi ko alam, pero nakagraduate naman ako. And now, after almost two decades, Oh nga no, two decades. Tama ba? Yeah, oh my God. Magto two decades na. Nanonood pa din ako. <laughs> As in, kung naging tao nga yung pagmamahal ko sa K-drama, I would probably have someone na mag-graduate na in college. Imagine that. Ganun. Almost, oh naman, sobra naman sa kalahati na ng edad ko na nanonood ako ng K-drama. So yeah, that's it. So, self. <laughs> Patuloy natin kalokohan na to. So, Self, what is the latest K-drama you're watching? Well, Self, 
we are currently watching 2521. Yes. Dahil nagpadala na naman po tayo sa peer pressure ng mga taong nagbe-message sa atin na panoorin na natin siya. So yeah, yun yung pinapanood natin recently. Self. Now, since guest nga ako for today ng aking episode din, <laughs> I will also be asking myself the same questions that I usually ask during an interview. So let's start it off with, when did I watch the K-drama? So I actually started watching Business Proposal nung tapos na yung episode 4. That's the thing about me. I don't really watch yung parang unang episode pa lang, papanoorin ko na kagad. Because there's always yung sinasabi ko siyang, well, tinatawag ko siyang ano, starter, <laughs> starter fear. Yung parang kapag sisimula pa lang, may kaba, kabado ka na ayaw mo mag-invest kahit ng isang episode lang. Kasi alam ko yung feeling na parang pag nag-invest ako ng isang episode, mahihirapan akong i-let go. As in, super konti lang yung k-dramas na ni-let go ko talaga kasi hindi ko na siya kaya. Ayokong mag-name names pero may mga k-dramas na talagang, oh my god, kailangan ko na siyang bitawan kasi hindi ko na siya kering. Hindi ko talaga bet at all ang mga nangyayari. So yeah, may, meron akong feeling na ganun na pag unang episode pa lang, hindi pa ako nanonood. Hinihintay ko umabot siya ng apat na episodes bago ako manood. Kasi at least pag nakaapat na siya, parang medyo feel ko na. Feel ko na kung magiging maganda siya based sa mga sinasabi ng mga tao, based sa mga clips na nakikita ko on Instagram, parang mga ganun. Mga minor spoilers na hindi naman talaga totally spoilers. Pero yeah, dun ko na-assess kung is it gonna be worth my time. Kasi pag pinanood ko siya, gusto ko talaga matapos. Ayoko naman i-let go, pero like I said, meron mga k-drama talaga na, uh, walang kwinta. <laughs> As in talagang wale na kailangan mong i-let go kahit nakadalawa or tatlong. Meron nga ang episode ako, meron akong k-drama na napanood na siguro naka-anim na episodes na ako pero ni-let go ko pa rin. Kasi as in talagang walang kwinta. <laughs> so yeah, I started watching the k-drama after four episodes and pinagsabay ko sila ng 39. Why? Because ayokong mabaliw sa 39. Kasi yung 39, Diyos ko Lord, sobrang nakakaiyak. <laughs> na kung yun lang talaga yung pinapanood kong k-drama at that time, siguro mababaliw na ako. Mas nababaliw pa ako sa ngayon. Kung baga, ngayon ini-interview ko yung sarili ko. Baka pag pinanood ko lang yung 39, baka nagmumonolog na ako. Tapos meron pa ako mga side comments. Tapos ako pa yung troll ko. Ako pa yung ano heckler na sinasabi. <laughs> ako pa yung nagtotrol sa sarili ko. So, mga ganong level of kabaliwan na ako. So, yeah. To balance my life, I watched 39 and ito nga business proposal at the same time. It gives me balance. So, pag after ko umiyak na umiyak sa 39, tatawa at kikiligin naman ako sa business proposal. Pag nasawa naman ako, naumay ako sa kakiligan, manunod akong 39. So, yun. That's how, ano, yan yung balance diet ng K-drama world. <laughs> Oo. Eh, yan yung ano, yung food, ano, pyramid. Yan. May, may balance meal din tayo dyan na tinatawag sa K-drama. So, next question self. Okay. What made you watch it? Alright. So, aaminin ko sa inyo, nung pinanood ko yung trailer niya, 
Tapos yung medyo yung kanyang synopsis, parang ganun, nabasa ko. Sabi ko, yeah, it's gonna be a typical K-drama. It's gonna be one of your cliche rom-com and puno ng tropes na K-drama. And to be honest, it actually is. I mean, hindi talaga siya yung bago, groundbreaking, or something na talagang never before seen in the K-drama world. It's it's not. It's it's nothing like that. It's all the tropes. And if you have listened to my previous pe- episode about cooking a K-drama, all the things that I've mentioned there of a typical female lead, a typical male lead, lahat yun. Check na, check na, check dito sa K-dramang ito. Like, it's a table, tapos yung babae mahirap, pero ang gaganda ng mga damit. Diba? Parang, diba? Yeah. Very, very, ano siya, cliche na masasabi. So, what made me watch it though is that unang-una it's it's a comfort K-drama and like I've always said there's always this part of me that always goes back to my comfort food which is sorry in this form in this sense is my comfort K-drama which is rom-com rom-com have always been my number one type of K-drama genre so I always go back to it kung nalulungkot ako kung hindi ko alam ko nung papanoorin ko I always look for a rom-com K-drama yeah, it's like your comfort food. Just how it is. Diba? Pag minsan hindi mo alam ko anong gusto mong kainin, you go to your comfort food. Whether burgers, pizza, or whatever man yan, we go back to it. And yun nga, yun yung comfort naman sa akin. Yung, yung rom-com. So dito, sure ako na because it's very typical, it's your formulated K-drama, alam ko na magiging happy, happy ending ito. And which it is, Okay. Just so you know, it's a happy ending. Hindi siya bitin, hindi rin siya yung parang vague na hindi mo alam ko anong nangyari sa kanila. So yeah, it's a happy ending. And also, another thing that made me watch it, si Kim Sejong. Like, I've said this before. I think sinabi ko din ito when I reviewed Uncanny Counter, but I really like Sejong. I, I really now see her as, as Ayu. Well, of course, mas, mas mahal ko pa rin si Ayu, syempre. First love natin si Ayu. <laughs> Pero, I mean, she's slowly growing to be my number two favorite of all Korean actress. Kasi, she's, well, based on the reality shows na, na nandun siya, she's very entertaining, masayahin. She's very, she's very smart, actually. And, she's like an overall complete package si Ate Mui. She can sing, she can dance, she's an athlete as well. If you've seen the Idol Olympics, nag, ano yun, yung archery din siya, magaling din siya doon. It's like, teh, sinalubong mo yung ano, ulan, nang nagpasabog si Lord, ng biyaya ng mga talents, talagang naligo si Ate. <laughs> As in, hindi lang siya naligo, may kasama pa siyang mga ano, drum-drum. So, nasa loob siya ng drum, naliligo na siya, sinasahod pa niya yung tubig para maligo ulit siya ng mga talents and gifts and blessings. <laughs> so, ganung level. So, yeah. So, siya, and of course, si Kim Min-kyo, Which, actually, medyo hindi ko masyado inisip na magiging ganito yung role niya. Kasi nga, sa poster, si Sejong and si Anyosop talaga yung kanilang binibida. Which, talaga naman, sila yung bida. Second lead lang si Sol Ina tsaka si Kim Minkyo. Pero, yun nga, I never expected this type of um, treatment, let's say. Treatment sa second leads. Kasi, for me, it was actually very... I mean, hindi naman sila sumapaw. Hindi nila nasapawan 
yun yung fear ko eh. Yun yung fear ko nung sinabi ko to nung first half. My fear was that masasapawan ng second leads, yung first leads. Kasi at that time, medyo talagang nakakakilig din yung yung romance between the characters ni Sol, ni Ina tsaka ni uh, Minkyo. So, I was also worried na masasapawan nila yung second lead, ay yung first lead, yung main leads. Pero, it was actually really played well. Na talagang walang sapawan. Alam mo pa rin naman, nabida si, si Sejong, pero hindi naman na, na parang naging na left behind, kumbaga, si Minkyo tsaka si Sol Ina. So, it was really, really well played for both of the leads. The first and the second lead. So, yeah. I love them. <laughs> dami ko sinabi. What made you watch lang yung tanong ko? So, never nyo akong kuning guest, ha? Kung may tipid kayo sa oras. Huwag <laughs> nyo akong kuning guest. Kasi alam nyo naman, machika ang tita nyo. Anyway, next question. Were you able to relate to any of the characters obs- or sub-story? Actually, wala naman masyadong sub-story dito. Actually, parang yung main story arc yung relationship ni nung characters ni Sejong tsaka ni Anyo so nakakalimutan ko yung mga names nila teka lang ni Harry at tsaka ni nakalimutan ko yung name wait lang Shin Harry tsaka Kang Temo oh, okay si Kang Temo si Anyo so pala dun alright so yun aside sa kanila um yung second leads na story arc and yeah that's it you know, kasi nga, this is your formulated K-drama. So there's nothing nothing much. It's, you know, a typical rom-com. <laughs> so, I wasn't able to relate to any of the characters kasi hindi rin naman ako, ano, I mean, I guess in a way, nakarelate ako kay, ano, kay Sejong sa karakter niya, si Shin Hari, in terms of yung pagtatrabaho niya na kailangan niya talaga magtrabaho na magtrabaho to pay off her debt. So, yeah. Yan yung nangyayari sa akin ngayon. Trabaho ng trabaho, overtime ng overtime. <laughs> Pero, other than that, wala masyado. Although, eto ah, eto sasabihin ko sa inyo. This is the very first, as far as I can remember, well, actually, uh, I guess Goblin. Goblin is the first. Um, aside from Goblin, this would be the only time that I was able to watch a K-drama where there's a balance between romance and um, bromance and womans. So womance is yung, yung counterpart ng bromance. I don't even know if it's womans. I, I think there should be a better term or more hip term for it. Pero yeah. That's that's all I can find on internet. But anyway, so Business Proposal is the only K-drama. Is No, not really only. Business Proposal is one of the few K-dramas that was able to give us a balance of romance, bromance, and womance. Now, it's very rare. If you remember, actually, ako ang naalala ko lang was Goblin. Goblin was a really great K-drama. Although, their womans, which is yung kay Ina din, and kay, kay, nakalimutan ko, yung name ni Ate Girl. <sighs> nakalimutan ko siya. Basta, yung bidang babae, tsaka yung second lead na babae. Although, their, Roma, their, their sisterhood, or, 
should, should call sisterhood. Anyway, their romance was actually good at the start. Diba, nang nagtatrabaho siya sa chicken restaurant ni ati girl ni Ina. Pero, it wasn't really well developed. It wasn't, they were really, they were not that close compared sa relationship ni, uh, ng characters ni Sejong dito at saka ni Ina. Na talaga namang ma- Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Sister talaga sila na tumitira sa bahay nung ano, oma ang tawag ni, ni Ina sa nanay ni Harry. So, it was actually stronger a stronger sister woman's dito so it's very rare for a rom-com usually rom-coms would always have either a strong romance which is yung heterosexual romance which is yung bidang lalaki and, and yung bidang babae or it could also have like really strong bromance aside from romance of course yung dalawang bidang lalaki really strong bromance between them um, good example of that is uh Descendants of the Sun. Napaka-strong ng bromance ng characters doon ni na Junkie tsaka ni... Again, hindi ko hindi ako magaling sa names. But yeah, yung second lead, di ba? Ang lakas ng pagiging brothers nila doon. But the the women, although yung characters ni Song Niekyo, they were close when they were assigned on that... Um, san lugar nga ba yun? Yung, ima, yung parang somewhere na kung saan na-assign sila they were they had a close relationship but they there was animosity between them because of a previous dating halabaloo something something ano halabaloo <laughs> basta yung dating issue nila noon diba so it wasn't really a strong woman's but had a strong bromance and romance and then there were issues uh, there were k-dramas as well na magaling naman yun or strong ang woman's but hindi naman ganun ka-strong yung bromance. And there's several of that, okay? Kakatapos lang, ang 39. The women of 39 had a really, really strong woman. Ang sarap ng pagiging magkakaibigan nila. But the boys did not really have that connection, okay? So, business proposal was able to serve as a good romance, a strong bromance, and a strong woman's. So that's new. That's new for me. And I think comparing it with Goblin, mas mataas. Mas mataas ang chemistry ng mga characters ng business proposal. And that's one thing that you would love about this K-drama compared to the other ones that I've mentioned. Now, the next question. <laughs> Mahirap talaga na interview ko yung sarili ko kasi ang dami kong sinasabi. <laughs> next question. 
favorite scene or character? Oh my gosh. Ah. Favorite character ko definitely are the girls. Kasi talagang <laughs> tawang-tawa ako sa ano nila, sa samahan nila. Um, you, you know, that that particular scene nung nalasing silang dalawa, tapos nag-iiyakan. <laughs> talagang yung magulang niya. Parang sabi, parang iniisip siguro na magulang ni Harry at that time na parang, oh my God, ang anak ko baliw. At nakahanap pa ng kasamang baliw. <laughs> so yeah, that was actually my favorite scene of them. Talagang solid yung sisterhood nila, yung pagiging BFF nila. And I I really, really love that particular scene. And I guess also, ano pa ba? Uh, that, that was my favorite scene of the girls. And I think the girls are my favorite characters. Aside, of course, sa mga love scene. Uh, love, oh yes! My love scene! Oh my god! Okay, let's talk about that. Comparing the two love scenes, mas panalo ang kay Kim Minkyo. Hindi ko alam kung bakit, pero mas, well, siguro dahil nga medyo mas hot. <laughs> Should I be saying this on a podcast? Anyway, so, yeah, medyo mas nakakakilig yung scene ni Kim Minkyo and ni Sol Ina. Pero alam naman natin kung ano nangyari doon. So, yeah. Um, yung kay, ano din, medyo ano siya, medyo romantic. Pero yung medyo adult version ng nagustuhan ko. <laughs> oh my god, what am I saying? I should not be a guest on my own podcast. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. That was my favorite R-rated scene. <laughs> and also, yun nga, yung pag yung friendship ni um Harry at saka ni ano nga ni ni, ni ano dito? Ah, uh, Yongso, si Jin Yongso. So yeah. That they were my favorite characters. The the boys were okay as well. Lalo na yung kanilang misan awayan nila. Tapos tampuhan din nila. You know, the usual. Pero the girls were really off the roof. As in talaga yung kalokohan nila sa isa't isa. Amazing. <laughs> Now, favorite couple. Okay. I was hoping kung may guest sana. I was hoping to like have a debate kung alin ang best couple. <laughs> Kasi for me, ah, at the start, La, alam na alam ko kung sino yung bida, which is si Anyosop tsaka si Kim Sejong. But then, at the end of the K-drama, by the latter part, it was actually like, they were really a four, four leads. Hindi lang sila dalawa. Hindi lang si Sejong tsaka si Anyosop ang nagdala sa K-drama ito. Silang apat. Silang apat talaga. So, it was a matter of like parang ano na sila parang there's no f- first lead there's no second lead they were all leads for me at that the latter part of the series so iba iba, iba talaga yung chemistry na, na build ng mga characters dito so but if i have to choose f- among the two syempre nuna ako kay ano Kim Sejong tsaka kay Anyo so mas, na- mas nakakakilig although I really love that part nung pinakita nila na si si yung character ni Kim Minkyo. Ano nga ba ni? Uh, si Songhon. Yung lalalala nyo yung scene na pinakita na pala na love at first time din si Songhon kay Yongso nung nagkita sila or nagkabangga sila doon sa sa convenience store. So sabi ko, oh my god! Ay, my god! In love din pala si Kuya mo. So that was actually a magical scene for me because that was like the most um 
nakakakilig part of their love story because I all the while, diba, as you were watching the series, all the while you were thinking na it was a one-sided love na si Ina or si Yong so lang yung in love kay Songhon when all this time he was actually also in love with her. He was he also had a love at first sight moment at the same time that she fell in love with him. So it was like a huge thing for me. So that was one of my favorite for their love story. But overall, I would say, syempre, syempre nung parin ako kay ano, Sejong tsaka kay Aaron Yosop. And lalo na yung date nila na when si, um, sino to? si Harry finally knew about the um, the trauma or the fear, the source of the fear ni, ni Anyos of, of Rain. So, ginawa niya ng paraan na para para hindi magkaroon ng, para hindi nila, para hindi sila lumabas while it was, was raining. So, dinidelate niya yung date nila and things like that. So, yung mga adjustments na yun, like, wow, that that is love. That is love talaga. And, Wah, kinikilig ako doon sa part na yun. And especially, especially nung biglang sumulpot si Anyo sa pat nagpakilalang boyfriend niya on that particular moment sa hotel. Oh my God! <laughs> ay, ay, naka-baby bra ako at that moment. <laughs> bagets. Bagets sa bagets ang feeling ko. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was actually my favorite scene. Diyos ko, favorite couple pala na ako. <laughs> And again, the chemistry, both of them, yung parehong leads natin, yung parehong male leads at kanilang mga female leads, wala kong talo sa ano. Sa, even ano, actually even yung boss, yung supervisor, tsaka yung isang, si, yung isang senior team member ni Harry sa team niya, <laughs> nakakatuwa din ng love story nila kasi parang pareho sila na nagde-deny, pareho silang ayaw-ayaw pa sa isa't isa, awa asot pusa kung mag-away pero tinan mo may gusto pala sila sa isa't isa di ba parang it was actually also cute although I wish na parang merong um nangyaring third yung parang love triangle kasi hindi masyado na develop eh although there was that scene sa yacht yun lang but other than that yung sa yung chef yung tutukoy ko yung chef di ba supposedly meron siyang love triangle with Anyosop and Kim Sejong na i-develop nung na-realize niya na may feelings pala siya kasi now na nakita niya na si si Harry ay may iba ng mahal so I guess they were they they might have planned for the guy to have you know some make moves kay Harry while si Harry naman ay in love na kay ano kay sino to? Kang, kang demo on yun. Pero, I think, to be honest, I'm happy na hindi na nila in-interject yung third role, ano, third party or third will or ano man tawag dun? Kalav triangle. Kasi, I'm happy with the two stories. Dun pa lang, busog na busog na ako and punong-puno na ako. And 12 episodes lang, I guess. So, that makes sense na hindi na nilagyan ng live triangle. Kung 16 probably one to two episodes I would assume na ilalagay nila yung struggle ni ni Kang Temo to prove his love and also for Harry to prove na she chose Temo over the chef na ilang years na niyang crush so yeah that's that's fine 
Now, anything that could have do- been done better. Ah, uh, ending. Oh my God. The ending is so bitten. In terms of, ano ha, yung ending ni Harry tsaka ni, uh, ni Kang Temo. There is actually a rumor na may mga deleted scenes. And one of the deleted part of the story was actually a wedding scene. Now, if you ask me, would I want a wedding scene? Not really. However, hindi ko po hininingi na maglakad lang sila sa park at yun na yung ending nyo. After 12 episodes, 12, may, 12, may kita 12 hours na ininvest ko sa k-drama nyo. Direct. Pidinim. Pidinim. 12 hours mahigit po ang ininvest ko sa k-drama nyo. Hindi ko po hiningi na maglakad-lakad lang po sila sa park at yun na po yung ending ng love story nila. Okay? Hindi ko po yung hiningi. Kasi mas maganda pa nga naging ending nung supervisor at nung senior na ano eh. Kasi kahit pa paano may clarity na may lambing ano na talaga sila na ewan ko, di ko talaga na be- Ewan ko, bet nyo ba? Nagustuhan nyo ba yung ending? Ako hindi. Nanggigigil ako kay Pidinim. Gusto ko manugod sa Korea. <laughs> Kasi hindi talaga siya yung ending na inasahan ko. Hindi ko naman hinihiling. I-, I do not wish na magkaroon ng wedding scene, but I wanted something more. Diba? Na parang naglakad lang sila sa park. Ay. <laughs> Bakit ganun? So yeah, yun yung could have been better for me. I wish that they could have invested more. Maybe, siguro, ano, kasi 12 episodes lang talagi ang ikli. Hindi ko alam kung ito na yung magiging trend na. Kasi we started with the 20 episodes before. Mga titas of K-drama. You remember, na aside sa mga... Uh, historical K-dramas which goes for like 100 plus episodes some 60 ganun diba? usually our K-dramas were 20 episodes then with I think 2016 is when 2015-16 ganun we started with 16 episodes so yun na yung trend and now it's down to 12 so ano to lokohan na lang tini 12 episodes yun na lang kami <laughs> Ayoko namang ganun. Tama yung 16. Pero yun nga, kung 12 episodes lang, I guess I would cut the scenes na siguro yung ano na lang, yung scene na si Lolo, hinihinga niya ng ano, ang daming kaartehan ni Lolo na ayaw-ayaw pa. Siguro yung hospital scene, that would be enough for me. Na nag, ano na yun, para magkabati na sila tapos wala nang puntang-puntang Amerika. Wala nang ganun. Parang yun na yun, yun na yun, magkabating na sila. Yun yung ikat nyo, ilagay nyo yung happy ending na gusto nyo. <laughs> Ang daming demands. Pero yeah, I don't know if you like the ending, but that could have been better for me. Yun yung could have been, could have been done better. And like I said, kung ginawang 16 episodes ang k-drama ito, I would have added the love triangle with the chef kasi parang naging useless character siya after nung after niya na gawin yung ano, yung, yung recipe, marang wala na siya masyadong role. So, I feel bad for the guy and I feel bad for the girl na girlfriend niya kasi parang ang ikli ng linyahan ni ate girl. Although, yeah, I don't really expect her to have much but, yeah, nanghinayang lang ako sa kanya kay kuya mo kasi parang I feel that he was up for a 
bigger role pero hindi siya na, ganun, nabigyan ng hustisya. So, kung 16, I would have added. Pero now it's 12, I'm, I, I would say I'm fine. I'm fine with it. I, I, I like how it went. Na wala na siyang masyadong interaction sa kanila kasi enough na. Enough na yung kilig and yung kalokohan and yung saya nung, nung mga bida sa 12 episodes. So yeah, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Anything, ay, so, tapos na pala yan. Lessons learned from the K-drama. Actually, wala. <laughs> Hindi naman kasi tumalalim eh. Which is actually something that I love. Kasi there's always that K-drama that you look forward because it's something that you can relax on. You don't have to think, you don't have to analyze, you don't have to dig deeper, kumbaga. It's, it's what it is. It's a romance between a girl and a guy and yeah, there's nothing really to pick up. Of course, the usual the, about love, about friendship, about friend, uh, about yung relationship sa mga magulang, sa lolo and all that. Um, yeah. It's the, it's the same thing that we have been seeing for God knows how many years now from all the teleserie and telenovela that we've seen in the past and see K-dramas. So, nothing new, nothing, no big lessons. Uh, although I did learn na ang, pwede pala yung style ng ano nila. Kasi dito, sa business proposal, I don't know if you've noticed, but they actually made a really huge jump on product placement because the name of the company the go bibimgo bibigo i don't remember kung bibimgo or bibigo is actually a really an existing company it, it's one of the companies na may ano talaga may may meron silang paggawa ng mga food and the way that they put the product placement instead na maglagay sila ng products mismo sa mga mismong kakain yung mga ano ginawa nila na yung company ni, ni Kang Temo is their company. So, it, it's amazing. It's a, an amazing style of product placement. Kasi ikaw na mismo ang kasali sa K-drama. Kasali ka na sa story. So, you don't have to, you know, hindi na kailangan mag-focus ng camera sa kape na iniinom or yung mga slow shots ng pag-mix ng noodles. Wala nang ganun because the whole company na nasa story is the product placement. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's something that I've learned from this K drama. Definitely a new style. Will I recommend the K drama? Yes, I definitely will recommend this for any rom com suckers out there. For those that love rom coms, talagang this is one of the best of this year. It's light. It's funny. Again, it's a strong. Um, has a strong chemistry between the characters and the friendship, the babae, the lalaki, and of course, yung mga friendship nila, babae, the boys and the girls, really love it. And you would also love it because it's 12 episodes, mabilis lang siyang makonsume. And again, it's, it's nothing heavy. There's nothing heavy on this K-drama. But again, this is not new. So, if ikaw, nag, tinuloy-tuloy mo yung rom-com series for so many weeks now, it's probably going to be something na masusuka ka na. Kasi this is nothing new. It's not groundbreaking. 
there's nothing amazing or grand about this. It's your typical rom-com K-drama. And sometimes, your comfort K-drama is what you would need after a long, stressful day. That's it. Alright, so, if I am going to rate this K-drama, I would give this K-drama a... Again, it's because it's the only K-drama where there's a good, good chemistry between the lovers and the best friends. So there's bromance, romance, womance. Really, really good chemistry. And it's very, very rare for you to see a K-drama that has all three. Okay? very rare so that for that i am giving this k drama a 9.2 and that's actually been a really long time i think the last time was 2020 since i've gi- given any k drama any romance well mr queen ano bang rating was mr queen but yeah this is 9.2 really amazing k drama very light predictable but comforting okay so it's something that you would need to just Distress. Pag gusto mong distress, this is the K-drama that to go to. Light, quick, nakakakilig. And with that, thank you, thank you so much, Sal, for joining me. Ayoko <laughs> na. I should not get myself as a guest anymore. <laughs> Parang awan yun na. Samahan yun naman ako. <laughs> Nakita yun na. Pag interview ko yung sarili ko, umahaba yung episodes. 40 minutes na naman. Ay, nako. Ang dami kong kuda, no? Ganyan, ganyan. So, if you have a podcast and if you are thinking of getting me as a guest, please make sure that you give me at least 45 minutes. <laughs> Kasi kung press kayo for time, kung mga 30 minutes lang yung ano nang run ng inyong podcast episode, that would not be enough for me. <laughs> Kayang-kaya ko po. Kayang-kaya ko mag-chismis. As you can see from my previous episode, like for example, I made that Encantadja episode kung saan kami ng guest ko, si Andy. We talk about Encantadja for three hours. <laughs> Tapos recently, my guest naman na si Ram and I talked about Startup, which actually, hindi pa siya nag-premiere. Oh, uh, hindi pa siya pinapalabas. We only talked about the press con which was just like pictures, actually. We talked about that picture, that particular picture, for two episodes for a total of five hours. Two hours kasi doon is na-delete ko, so inulit namin. <laughs> and then we extended by one more episode. So yeah, it's a really, really... Uh, it's a really long episode and I, I really can't talk so much so yeah, thank you so much myself for guesting. <laughs> May pa-special episode pa ako sa mga teaser. Just ko, Lord. Ako rin pala. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to join me for a podcast episode, um, you can always send me a message on any of my social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. It's at Anyong Tita. Next week, pag-uusapan naman natin ang... 25-21 So I'm actually still looking for a guest for that But I don't know if I can make it next week No, 
an episode if you can make it for that. So just send me a message if in case you are interested to join me. I may need... Um, Actually, yeah, I would. I would need a, a guest for that episode. Kasi ayoko nang i-interview yung sarili ko. Ang haba na nang sinasabi ko, puro ako lang yung hindi ko salita. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Thank you so much. Do I have anything to promote? Yes, I do. Please listen to this podcast. <laughs> so if you want to support this podcast, again, number one, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, and I believe you can also now rate the podcast on Spotify and um, Apple Podcast, So please go ahead and do that. And of course, you can always share the podcast to your friends. Tell them about the podcast. Tell them about Anyang Tita where you can listen to someone interviewing themselves <laughs> about a K-drama na pinanood niya. <laughs> Ay, nako. Ang araw na to, napaka-weird. But yeah, thank you so much for listening and... With that, good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.